Thank you for joining us at the Center for Spiritual Living Seattle. We hope you enjoy this podcast. And for further information about our center, or if you wish to make a donation, please visit us at spiritualliving.org. Thank you again, everybody. I'm so I'm so happy Carmela's here even. My goodness. Hi, Carmela. I just have to say it looks like we have uh, California, New Mexico, Oregon and Washington represented on this call on this zoom so yay way to be way to be interstate everybody glad you're here. And we are in the middle of this book, which is the power of decision this week is week five and we're going to be looking at the opportunity of living richly deciding to live richly. One thing that I really love and appreciate about this book is how easy it is to just decide to do something. And it's not a decide necessarily to do, it's just a decision to have that experience. And that's what makes it so simple and so easy is that we just decide. It's like, I just choose this. It's like I walk into the uh, 31 flavors and I have 31 flavors of opportunities, and then I choose one. I choose my favorite mint chocolate chip, and that's what I've decided on. And that's kind of how the universe is. It's like, we have the decision to choose, and then the universe provides it for us. So there's three points. I love finding three points in each chapter that I find incredibly relevant. And the first point that I thought was really good is the invitation for you to embrace being a conduit. So I went ahead and looked up conduit. A conduit is someone or something that is used as a way of sending something from one place to another. So basically, we are the opportunity to be in the middle. The thing that is used as a way of sending something from one place to another. Now in the book, Raymond Charles Barker says, the infinite is a divine extravagance. It is forever giving itself away. You are the receiver of the infinite bounty. You are the receiver of the infinite bounty. He also says, All of life wants you to live fully. All the love that there is wants you to love fully. All the wisdom that there is wants you to know yourself all right and fully use your capacities. So basically, it's like the infinite is pouring itself into you. And you have the opportunity to give yourself away. Now, how do we give ourselves away? We express ourselves. And whenever I say that, I am just reminded of the song um, from Human Nature by Madonna, where she goes, express yourself, don't repress yourself. And he talks about this in the book about repression. He says, expression is a law of psychological health. Repression, expression is a law of psychological health. Now, repression is the same law in reverse. So basically, it's a law of emotional illness. So when you're expressing yourself, you are 
in health and well-being. And when you're repressing yourself, you're creating emotional illness. So the question for this is, are you expressing yourself or are you repressing yourself? Basically, expression is a law of life. And life gives to us in order for us to give it away. So you get to be the divine recipient of all the ideas of life, truth, and love. So I loved, I really love this part. I think about, again, the, the conduit idea. So life doesn't work for you as a conduit if you aren't receiving it or you aren't giving of yourself. So it's like, how can you keep yourself as a, uh, a, a clean conduit? It means that you have to be available to be open to receive all the good that is yours already available to receive. So you have to open yourself up and, and decide that you're open to it, right? And then you also need to give of yourself to allow that channel of expression to come through you. So you have to express yourself in order for that to become a clean channel. Now, I was thinking about a really good story that would that was that was pertinent for this particular point. Now, I've been watching a lot of TV and so I watched uh, uh, Blown Away season two. I don't know if you've watched it. Now, Blown Away is like this glass blowing artist contest that they have. And in season two, which they just released, there is this woman, her name is Kat Burwitz. And she shared this story because they had a challenge. They had to do some kind of glass artwork and it had to represent some, some challenge that they transcended. And for her, her challenge that she transcended is she actually has a, um, a degenerative eye disease. She's blind in one eye and the other eye will eventually become, she'll become blind. And she realized that she had to seize the day. She had to take advantage of her creative energy. And so she decided to do glass blowing. Now it's kind of ironic because it's really hard for her to do glass blowing because she can't see that well. And so she created this artwork, this art piece, which I couldn't unfortunately find online on the internet. I think you have to actually watch the season <laughs> to see her piece. Uh, but it was kind of like this, this eyeball with a bunch of layers to it. And it was really beautiful, but it, it was like she had to do what she was put on this planet to do despite all of her challenges. And she was gonna keep doing her love as long as she could. Uh, and I just thought that was incredibly inspiring because she knew she had found, this is the thing that's healing for her, is doing this glass blowing. So I wonder if you are fully expressing yourself or if you're noticing, are there areas in my life where I'm feeling repressed? Like there's a lot of uh, repression ideas come from our parents at times. They come from... Um, you know, uh, religious communities that tell us we have to behave in a certain way or a certain manner. Um, and growing up, uh, finding, you know, trying to abide by, by what society says we're supposed to be doing and recognizing that within us, there's a sense of freedom. 
of the a, a perfect divine individualized expression that transcends all of these other ways that 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 society says are supposed to be or 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 um, your parents said you're supposed to be a certain way, right? And it's up to us to fully express the beauty and the amazingness that we are. So uh, I have another, my, my next point that I really liked in this chapter was the idea of dwelling in desire. And Raymond Charles Barker says, rather than fear the future, plan the future, and put into it some excitement. It all starts with present thinking. If today's thinking is not exciting, then tomorrow's experience will not be either. He also said that the desires of your heart are the possibilities that can be manifested in your experience. So all of creation, this moment, it, it all starts, so all creation starts with a desire. The infinite universe desired to experience itself and the cosmos was born. We get to be the creators, but in order for us to experience, we have to figure out what our desires are. So the desires of your heart are the possibilities that can be manifested in your experience. So the, the invitation is to unearth your desires, to bring them to, to fruition, and to realize that they're not only possible, but they're actually, when you have the desire, you are having the catalyst that makes it start to come into reality. But you have to get clear on what your desires are. Raymond Charles Barker says that most desires have been thwarted by indecision. He says, people have gone to their deaths with unfulfilled hearts desires because they never decided to act on them. So I have, uh, I just watched the movie, The Dig, and there's this other story. It's kind of a side story in The Dig. And there's a woman named Peggy and she's married and she's one of the, the archeologists that's on this dig, that they're digging an archeological site. That's kind of the context of the movie. And her husband is, is non-attentive to her. I mean, she, she literally like tries to throw herself at her husband and he is like not responsive at all. And it's, it's kind of heartbreaking to watch in the movie. So there comes a point where there's, this, there's another man who's uh, photographing this whole dig that's happening. As it turns out, it's a really big find. It's based on a true story, by the way. It's a great, it's a great movie. And she, she ends up going out with this guy and they have a great night together and he leans in to kiss her. Now she's married. So she decides to turn him down. She's like, I'm not gonna kiss you. And, uh, and he is just really, treating her with love and respect and care and he desires her so much and she didn't have that in her relationship so she ends up talking to the the main lady of the manor and the lady says seize the day you know something like that is special and sacred 
And you might as well go for the thing that is yours to experience. And so she ends up breaking it off with her husband and um, she meets the, the man of her dreams just before he goes off into war in the movie, unfortunately. So it's a sweet story though, because it's a reminder that oftentimes there's these moments in life where we want to go after the thing that we desire, but then we pull back and don't. And so it's really an opportunity to, to step into that. I personally also have another quick story. I run a retreat called Sister Spirit Retreat. And for years, I mean, years, I, we've, been, we've been doing this retreat for um, 14 years. And every year I ask my team, if you could have any musician, like, like name all the names of musicians, who would you want? And every year for 14 years, um, Ricky Byers came up. And I always laughed it off um, as like, oh, that's, that's a good dream, because I agree. <laughs> and, um, and this year is the year we're going to have her. So I'm just saying that we had a desire collectively as, as a team, and we held that desire. And I'm so excited that we will have her as our uh, musician. And we'll probably have a couple more musicians, uh, our dream musicians, for our online retreat for Sister Spirit. But it, it just, it's like, it's something that I've been holding in my heart for so long. And I'm so excited to, to have the experience of having a desire and then having creation put it, put it about in a way that it's achievable for, for me and my team and this retreat that it never was before in the past. So I'm super grateful. I'm very grateful. Well, the next, the next point we have is that prosperity is a state of consciousness. So Raymond Charles Barker says that prosperity is the ability to do what you want to do the instant you want to do it. Now, I don't know what you consider prosperity, but I thought that was a pretty darn good uh, definition of prosperity, I thought. And I really appreciate how he talks about in this chapter, even if you haven't read it, this is one of the key things about prosperity. The golden life is not money. It's not money. Money is a means to an end, but is not the end in itself. Basically, there's a lot of sick people, sick rich people and sick poor people. There's a lot of, you know, unhappy rich people and unhappy poor people. So it's really not about money. It's about a state of consciousness that's generated by you. It's an experience. It doesn't, money doesn't buy love, money doesn't buy happiness, money doesn't buy friendships, it doesn't buy great relationships. Money is just a system of energy for you to get from point A to point B. It's also God in action though. You know how everything is energy? It's, it's an energetic to get something in the end. So a lot of people are like focusing on the money and it's like, eh, oftentimes when I counsel people, I'm like, well, what is the money gonna get you? <laughs> what? You're, you're, you're talking about the money, but the money isn't the thing. It's never the thing. 
It's, it's the, what is the money going to get you? I mean, you could be sitting in piles of money uh, and it's just like, it's just pieces of paper. It's not going to do anything. What it is going to do is there's something that you want, that you really want, that the money is in your mind, the thing that's going to get you to the thing that you want. So why are you focusing on the money? Why not focus on the thing that you want? Raymond Charles Barker says that money results from the use of ideas. He says ideas produce money for they're the cause of a prosperity consciousness and spiritual ideas are free. So instead of praying for money, I would invite you to open yourself up to creative ideas. Allow yourself to be inspired instead. And no matter what, decide to prosper. He says the decision, decision to prosper, followed by watching the conscious and subconscious minds and persisting in refusing to let negative states continue, gradually brought the light of day in a larger experience, certainly a freer experience resulted. So you choose to prosper, right? So you make the decision, today I'm deciding to prosper. And then once you do, is you allow yourself to see and witness the prosperity in your life. And anytime you, you perceive a negative thought or idea come into your mind, you tell it, that's not the truth of me. And you focus on all of the ways that you're noticing prosperity showing up in your life. It might be showing up through friendships. It might be showing up through your, your health and well-being. It might be showing up in other ways but start paying attention to the prosperity of your life. So that is my three main points about this chapter that I wanted to bring to your attention. The first one again, embrace being a conduit. So remember to be open to receive. As you receive, then you give yourself away. So you would express yourself. Express yourself. The second one is dwell in desire. Ask yourself, what would I love? What would I love in this moment? What would I love? Feel how great it feels to imagine it. I was just thinking of this too, uh, the dwelling in desire. And I thought of something new that I wanted to share with you. I desire, because I just moved, well, two and a half years ago, I moved to this state, right? To have people who have boats invite me out on their boats with them. So I'm just saying that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> so you can hold that in consciousness for me uh, and I'll let you know when it happens because I really want to go in boats and that just seems like really fun for me. Uh, and the next, the third point was prosperity is a state of consciousness. So remember that money is merely a means to an end and to think about what is the end you would desire. Those are the three points for today. And so I am complete. <laughs>